I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello and welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast. You are listening to the number one health and fitness podcast on the internet as voted by the hosts of the show. Uh, I'm one of them. My name's Matt. And this is the other one. Her name's Courtney. I am here. There's no point pointing to me. It's a podcast. They can't see it. (laughs) So it's okay that we're not wearing pants. (laughs) I am here to co-host this episode. Or are you here to host the episode and just keep me in check? Uh, Well, that. (laughs) Everyone knows you're the actual boss, dear. Oh dear. I'm actually excited for today's episode. Yes, yeah, so am I. It's something that, well, it's something that I think about a lot uh, and something that in some ways I've, I've had to change my views on over the years. Uh, what I came into the health and fitness industry thinking versus what is actually reality. Um, so I've got a few things to get off my chest here. Hmm. And uh, I think it's a valuable topic. So we're presenting this uh, in a different kind of format. So the the health and fitness weight loss industry has an awful lot of um, noise. As we said in previous episodes, there's just shit flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that shit comes in the form of hearsay, um, scuttlebutt, speculation, myths, Advertisements. Well, yes, advertisements. Now, we were going to title this uh, this series of episodes that we're doing Mythbusters, but um, apparently that might be infringing on copyright. Yeah, someone already took it. Fuck. Damn it. I had this idea, I thought, we'll call it Mythbusters, because <laughs> no one's thought of that one yet. Okay. But we can't do that. So we're just going with something very simple but effective, fact or fiction. So yes. we're going to be doing a number of episodes uh, coming up in the future, basically either confirming or debunking uh, various myths and stories and legends around the, the health and fitness and weight loss scenes. Yes. And we're starting with one today that is very personal to Courtney and myself uh, on a number of levels. Uh, and it's one that we uh, deal with a lot in our line of work, which is the phrase, oh, it's okay, I'll just do it by myself. Mm. So, Courtney, I have been overweight now for 25 years. Um, I have really, really low self-confidence. I constantly doubt myself. I've got a couple of niggling injuries uh, that are really holding me back. Uh, I'm very time poor. I struggle in motivation. My support network's a little bit questionable at times. Um, but it's okay. I'm going to lose all the weight by myself. What do you think? Yes. I'm not going to be accountable to anyone. I'm not going to have a plan. I'm just going to go to the gym when I feel like it. And I'm going to eat healthy when I feel like it. And I'm going to lose all the weight and change my life. You backing me or what, bro? No. No, the the stats on that would say that that is not going to happen. Well, okay, look. 
Courtney's just like a hole we can't get out of. We actually haven't come here armed with stats. We've come here armed with anecdotal experience, personally and professionally, which you know what? Fuck the stats. Well, we can give stats of our own experience in terms of Actually, our own yes, clients. And ourselves. And ourselves. So we have come with some stats. Yeah, well, okay. We come with stories. So there is there is a bit of a, a bit of a I would call it a misconception mm. uh, or a belief with a lot of people out there that they're going to achieve something they've never achieved before doing it all by themselves. Yeah. So we're here to discuss this and break down the I can do it by myself topic and we're going to come to a conclusion at the end. Is it fact or is it fiction? Mm. Now, I think, Courtney, we have this a bit of a rule in place. You and I don't need, with these fact or fictions, we don't need to come to a consensus. Mm. We're allowed to disagree because I'm right in the end anyway. Yeah, okay. What do you think? No. No, I think I think we if we if we disagree, we agree to disagree, but we both have our own individual conclusions. Yeah. And if we both agree on these things, then we're doubly right because fuck we're good. Yeah, well I think most of the time we agree on on most things. <laughs> um so yeah, we we don't I think I think what you're saying there is 60% of the time we agree all the time. We don't agree all the time, but we agree most of like more often than not, we do agree. Courtney but, and I have some things we agree on in life, yes. Anyway, let's get down to let's get down today's to fact or fiction. Yeah, it's okay, I can do it by myself. So you can take this phrase and say it any way you want. You know, I'll do it alone, I'll do it by myself, it's okay, I'll do it from here. Take your pick. Mm. So it could be someone, as I was very subtly hinting at earlier, um, is, has been struggling for a long time. And decides, you know what? I'll just go and do it all myself. Mm. Or it could be someone that um, has been working with a coach or a professional and is what you would consider maybe halfway to the end goal and then decides, oh, it's okay, I'll do it by myself. I'll finish the job. Yeah. This is all inclusive for that whole that whole topic because we can we can touch on every every sort of aspect when it comes to that. Mm. So, all right, Courtney, question for yourself. The phrase here, it's okay, I can do it all by myself. What's your first reaction when you hear that from someone? Well, inside my first reaction is, um, you probably won't. Um, and that's just the way it is. I'm not, I'm not, I could not know that person from a bar of soap, but the re, the, <laughs> the realistic sort of side of life is that you probably won't. You'll be the most determined person in the world, but you probably won't achieve this by yourself. And that's just the way it is. Um, so there's a lot of people, as you said, Matt, that think that they can um, for, for many different reasons, but history would, would, would tell me this. Is the first thing I think of is that history would tell me that you probably won't. All right, so let's let's back this up. So we've got um, Courtney and I have some notes here to keep us on track. Um, and in true weight loss podcast fashion, I'm going to go out of order and totally fuck up our notes. Well, that's uh, okay because you're M, like you're the emceeing the podcast, so you're allowed to do what you like. Really? Mm. All right, cool. So, Courtney, uh, just touching on that with yourself, can you 
Can you give some personal experience of how you've gone in the past doing it by yourself? Any stories you'd like to share? Well, in my past when it came to fitness and weight loss have been just like a like a seesaw, which I think is a really common sort of story to be told. But Let's hear it. Mine is was a real seesaw. I remember being um, a member of sort of gyms off and on all the way leading back to high school. Um, I was a member of gyms off and on. And I would go, you know, typical story, I'd go for the first couple of weeks and then I'd just filter off, wouldn't go for a while. Then you'd start to feel guilty for the time you hadn't been to the gym and then you'd go, you know, once or twice for that week and then it would, again, it would die off and it would come back and it would die off and then it would die off for the longest period of time that you think, why am I wasting money paying for this gym membership? I'll just cancel it. So... Then, you know, you, you don't do anything for a while and then, you know, it's so it's this big seesaw and then, you know, my sister decides to get married and so then I'm a bridesmaid. So then I think, oh shit, now I've got to do something and I've got to lose weight and then you go back to the gym and so it's just this, it's just this big seesaw that goes up and that goes down constantly. Um, for me, in terms of my exercising routine over the years, same thing with dieting. I mean, I use dieting, the word dieting lightly because I never really followed any official diet. Um, all I mainly did was try to limit my food intake and I would try to make what I would consider better choices um, and just eat less food. Um, so yeah, that was, that was sort of where I, that, I guess that was my idea of dieting at, at the time over the years. And it would really only last for a couple of days. Maybe sometimes it might last for a week. Um, but I could never get any sort of good amount of time into it because I was depriving myself of so much food. I was hungry all the time. I would end up just snacking on stuff and then I would get annoyed with myself and say, oh, I'll start again on Monday um, and Monday came around and it was, it was just not an attractive idea to go back to it again. So I just wouldn't go back to it again. Mm. So that's really sort of my history with doing it on my own. <laughs> that, that's how I, how, that's how I did. Um, so would you call it a, uh, roaring success? Yeah, it was. It was the only time that I was ever able to, before I met you, Matt, the, the, only time I was able to stick to any sort of um, exercise routine was when I was, um, again, seeing another trainer. I mean, it was really, it was just a husband who would do a little bit of PT work on the side. Um, he worked full time, but he was obviously a qualified PT. So he would do a little bit of PT work on the side. It, it was, yeah, the husband of a girl I worked with. So I did a few training sessions with him at one stage and that was probably the most consistent I was ever with my training um, schedule until I met you, Matt. But I mean, I did nothing really about my food at the time. It was really just the training. But again, I, I mean, the reason I stuck to it was because someone was expecting me to be somewhere. Ah. So ah. that was really the thing. I mean, we talk about accountability and we talk about doing it on our own where you know, you look back on it and I, I think to myself, the only time that I was able to manage a structured training program for any sort of period of time longer than a week um, or two weeks was when I was doing it with someone else. So, 
And I mean, that wasn't even sort of weight training. That was just cardio based training. Mm. Uh, but again, because I was doing it with someone else and because that person was telling me what to do, then I did it and I continued to go every week and it was sort of a good chunk of time. I actually can't remember exactly how long it was, but it was definitely longer than two weeks, which probably would have been my max on my own. So when you were, you know, doing it on your own, Mm. what was missing? What, What do you think were the missing ingredients Well, one was I just didn't know what to do. That was one of the big things for me. I just would walk into the gym and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. So I would just go walk on the treadmill Um, or I'd go to the exercise bike. So they were, that was probably one of the biggest things for me in terms of getting it done. But I mean, the same goes with my nutrition. Um, I thought I was doing the right thing by trying to limit the amount of food I was eating. And then I just thought, well, I'm just not, cut out for it because I can't sustain it. I can't make this work. I just I just end up... Well, that is a diet. I just end up binging um, after a, a couple of days or a week of this. So I would just give up on that. I didn't know where I was going wrong with that, what I was doing. I just thought that I didn't have the willpower to continue on with it. I didn't, you know, I just couldn't do it. So then... I would stop that and then when, yeah, with the exercise, I think it was just a lot of didn't know what to do, didn't know where to start. I would go to the gym by myself. What I was doing was boring, so I had really little interest in continuing to do it. Mm. I think they were the main things that really held me back. Well, I know for me, um, I'm not going to be as diplomatic as you. Uh, Whenever I hear it from someone, I'll say, okay, I'll do it by myself. You know, the first thing I think is, no fucking chance. <laughs> Honestly, no fucking chance. Uh, and that, that starts with, with me personally. Um, I'm a, a rather driven individual, uh, but even I can't do it by myself. Yeah. So I think back to when I first started getting into the gym and first started trying, not my favorite word, but you know I'm using it, mm-hmm. trying to lose weight. Uh, and I wasted four years. Mm. I wasted four years doing it by myself. Um, you know, go to the gym, um, would just do whatever the fuck comes to mind. Oh, that looks good. I'll try that. Um, okay, I'll go and have a chat now and then I'll run home and then I'll just do more and more and more exercise with no real plan, no real structure, uh, and nothing changed in four years. Nothing. Um, so in terms of what was missing, well, where do I start? I mean, to me, I suppose a question for, for yourself, Courtney, and for you listening as well, an open question. If you've never driven a car, can you drive it straight away? No. Okay, cool. So Courtney, I have never flown a plane, but tonight, tonight I'm flying the Qantas flight to Los Angeles. What do you think? Hell no. <laughs> okay, cool. This sounds good. Uh, I'm starting a new job next week. I'm going to know it all up front. I've never done it before. Do you like my chances? No. Oh. Oh. I'm going to be a PT. I've never worked with anyone. I've got no experience, but I'll do it all and I'll learn it all straight away. How am I going to go? Terribly. Shit ass. So look, what was missing for me and the reason I went nowhere is because I did what I thought was the right thing to do, which was more and more and more exercise. 
and not focus on anything outside the gym. So my exercise was very hodgepodge. So what I was missing there was structure. Mm. Uh, as, as Courtney touched upon, I was missing accountability. Uh, and I think I was also, you know, just missing someone to bounce ideas off. Yeah, I think I think you also you miss that that person telling you that what you're doing is good and keep going. That encouragement, the, the encouragement, um, and also the guidance on what to focus on. So I had no idea what to focus on. Yeah. So I focused on what is a common thing for us to do when, when we're sort of doing it by ourselves. I'll just do more exercise. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, I can now do half an hour. I'll do 40 minutes. Now I'll do 50 minutes, then 60, then an hour and a half, then two hours, then three hours. Mm. And this goes up and up and up. And I do remember um, one of the first sort of moments I had where things started to turn, where it's like, hang on, what's up with this? I used to do um, sit-ups and crunches after every workout, you know, to, to work the midsection. As you do, more sit-ups is more, more abs, am I right? Yes, okay, correct. Cool. So I thought, I'll just do sit-ups and crunches after every workout I would do. Now, take one guess. Did I do them in a way that would increase my strength at doing it? Or did I just do more and more and more and more? I'm assuming you just did more and more and more and more. Fucking know if I did. So at the start, when, you've, when I'm fairly unconditioned, it's like, you know, 10 to 20 sit-ups, that's hard work. That's hard work. But guess what? I'm doing it almost day in, day out. And then one day I thought to myself, hang on, how many of these could I actually do? How many do you think I did? 500. No way. I sat there, well, I laid there in the gym and did five fucking hundred of these things. And that was the first time I distinctly remember thinking to myself, hang on, this is bullshit. This can't be right. Do I just keep sitting here doing more and more and more of these? Mm. I didn't know what to do in terms of... I mean, the answer now is pretty clear. Um, get something to make it harder, like an external weight that you hold or something like that, you know, like yeah. what we do. Yep. But at the time, when I'm, you know, I'm not educated, no one's, you know, I haven't asked for help, no one's taught me anything, I don't know what to do. So I know that what I'm doing is off. Mm. I've gone from 10 of these... And built myself up to 500. Does that mean I go to 5,000? No, it doesn't. No. But I didn't know where to go. Mm. So I stopped doing them. I just thought, well, this is a waste of time. But not having that, that sort of guidance and that plan and that structure was like, well, I can, I can see the problem, but I can't see the solution. Mm. And that was the first time it really sort of you know, became evident to, evident to me that like, oh, okay, this might not be the thing that works the way I think it should. So I I spent those four years, you know, pretty much going around doing silly shit like that. And as I said before in the past, building myself up to three hour a day exercise sessions, which is not sustainable. No. Um, and I mean, I suppose you could say there is, there was a, a benefit to it and there was a silver lining in that it led to me having an epic meltdown and almost killing myself that became a snap point um, that led to me, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to turn this around. But what 
what was one of the first things I did after I made that promise to turn my life around? You asked for help. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't ask for help because guess what? I think there has to come a time where it's like, okay, I'm doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm doing too much and it's not working. Do I keep doing what's not working and drive myself crazy, which I did? Or do I go, you know what? I've got to sort of bite the bullet on this one. I can't do this by myself because it's, it's like any skill in life. I haven't been taught how to do it. Thus, I'm going to have to get some help, which is what I eventually did myself. Uh, so the four years I wasted, um, I did get some benefit out of it, but four years is four years. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. But the sad thing is, I know there are so many people out in the world that spend a lot more time than that going around in circles, doing it by themselves and being very, very unhappy. Mm. So I made more progress in the two years following me asking for help than I did the four years prior doing it by myself. Which I think, Courtney, you yourself could attest to. Uh, the first program we did together, that was epic. You cried. Yeah. With how much, how big a change you got. Yeah, for sure. I remember you told me that you had tears. Now, I've never asked you this, so now is a good, as good a time as any. That first program we did together where you had that, that really impressive change, what was that like compared to the previous number of years in terms of the, in terms of the change that you got? Oh, it was better than any other change that I had ever got in that sort of especially in that time frame so in the time frame it was better than any change i'd ever got but it was right up there with yeah from what i can remember of any change that i've that i had over the years because i'd never stuck to anything long enough mm. to sort of in that in that sort of consistent way i had stuck to things for a long time before that but it was the seesaw it was on off on off on off wasn't really sticking to it then is it that's true so it was it was something that i stuck to the longest and therefore i got the biggest change from yeah um so remember you i remember i sent you the photos and you were you sent me a message back saying this has made me cry yeah i was so excited because i was very happy obviously as the trainer that's delightful but I think as well, you know, we've talked about it before, you get caught in this idea that you work so hard and nothing's changing because you're always the last one to see it. Of course. And, so, and, you, and you're convinced that you're the only person that can't do it. Correct. You convince yourself. You're right. You convince yourself that you're the, you're the person that it's not going to happen you're for. You're immune to weight loss, but no one else is. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think your story brings up a really good point, Matt, where mm-hmm. you went through that, then you, you asked for help, and you then changed things around and, and you started to find out a little bit more about the right ways to exercise and you found out a little bit more about the right ways to fuel, fuel your body for what you are trying to get it to do. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, sorry to, to cut off this while I'm thinking about it. I think I actually still might have the email um, in my old Gmail account because um, I, at the time, um, had a good, very good relationship with the owner of my gym because that was back in the day where you actually knew the people that worked in the gym and it wasn't a 24-7 um, empty space. Hmm. <clears throat> Don't want to sound cynical. Um, and I trusted this, uh, this guy more than anything because we'd spoken a lot over the years. Um, and the funny thing is, I think on reflection, I think he could see me just spinning my wheels 
Yeah. But have the same approach that you and I have now, Courtney, which is you have people have to have the guts to ask for help. People have to ask, yeah. You do. And then when I asked him, when I said to him, like, look, I'm really frustrated. I'm not changing. Like, can you please give me some some help with this? He said, oh, you know, we had a chat about it. He said, I'll leave it with me. I'll, um, I'll send you an email with my thoughts. I think I've still got that email. Huh, that's I'm gonna, funny. I'm going to look that up. Hopefully I do. But he obviously gave you some advice on where you could improve. But yep. then from there... You did what? From that point, you went on and obviously implemented the advice that he gave you? Well, okay, I did. And I think, the, I mean, it's kind of easy to say, oh, I went and did it and it worked. Um, I would, would talk, to, talk to him a lot in terms of how I'm going, what I'm doing, asking, asking for, because, you know, this, the gym owner had qualifications and I had fucking nothing. I mean, the best thing I could do was turn my PlayStation on. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything. I was a complete beginner, which is where we all start. Um, and so I had no idea about, you know, how to structure exercise. So I thought to myself, oh, okay, the way to do it is to do my cardio session, then do my weight session, then do my next cardio session straight after hmm. and do that six days a week. And one of the first things that was changed to me was, no, yeah, you know what? Stop doing that shit. Start having dedicated days. Here are your strength days. Here are your cardio days. Here are your rest days. Mm. Okay. Um, and the biggest thing that I did, um, which I think was even bigger than just the implementing part, was trusting. Mm. Being able to repeatedly say to myself, what I did by myself did not work. I'm going to have to trust the person I've asked for help. Yeah. I guess that then brings up a, a question of why do people say they can do it on their own? Well, um, this is where I think I think we look at this from we put our PT hats on mm. because this is something that Courtney and I we hear it a lot. Yeah, and I mean a lot regularly. Yes. Uh, so as I sort of touched on at the start of the show, there tends to be two two areas where this comes up the most. One of them is when someone someone has a goal, let's say their goal is I want to lose 40 kilos or mm, six dress sizes. Okay, cool. And they get about halfway there. And when you're, when you're you know, a fair bit into your, your transformation, you do start to get excited a bit. Yeah. You know, I'm making progress. It's working. I'm feeling better. Like high fives all around. Um, I've seen a lot of people that start to feel themselves a bit and think, oh, I can finish it from here. And it's like, okay, cool, no problem. Um, I'll, uh, I'll take it the rest of the way. Mm. And no matter what we think, we can't stop it because it's not our lives. No, exactly. Do we, do we have an idea of what the outcome will be? Unfortunately, yes, we do. Um, but some people have to go through it to learn it. The other uh, most frequent, I think the most frequent uh, occurrence is... Someone who has been, let's say, going around in circles for a bit, like what you did yourself, Courtney, for a while, you know, the up and down, the yo-yos. Mm-hmm. Then decides to sort of kick the tires, reach, reach out, ask for help. But then, then when it comes time to really sort of dive into the deep end of the pool, you get the cold feet. Yeah. Oh, oh you know, oh, I'm a bit busy or oh, work, work's in the way or... 
oh, I can't afford it or uh, my partner doesn't really want me to do it. So, you know, I'll just, I'll just do it by myself. Yeah. And that's where, that's where, you know, like I said before, it's like, yeah, okay, no fucking chance. Mm. But it is what it is. Those two tend to be the most frequent scenarios where this comes up. I would agree with that. Uh, I, in terms of what causes it, I think with someone that hasn't had any success, so it's someone, as I said earlier, in a very sarcastic way, but now I'm being deadly serious. Someone who has had weight problems all their life and has no self-esteem and no confidence and has, honestly, no fucking idea how this actually works. Mm, other than what they've read in the magazines. Uh, other than what the internet says. Yeah. Um, you know, they then, they, they then say, oh, I'll lose all the weight by myself. I tend to think what, what might cause that, possibly fear. Yeah. Fear of failure? Fear of failure. No Fear of one, looking bad? No one wants to look bad. Um, also disappointing people. You and know, that's, that's a big fear. Um, definitely letting people down. I think a lot of people, again, asking for help can be embarrassment because especially if people have gone through um, diets and things like that and obviously um, not got success from them in the past, then... They fear judgment. They fear that people uh, are just going to yeah, judge them my, and say, oh, you're just doing something else. Yeah, my husband or my wife is going to say, oh, you're trying that now, are you? All you can do is quit like last time. Exactly. Uh, so uh, it's a lot of it's judgment, I think, as well for a lot of people. It can be fear of being judged. Um, that also goes along with the fear of failing. Um, you think there's fear of commitment? I think with some people there definitely would be. That, but, but the fear of commitment, I suppose, might come from the fear of failure. I'm afraid of really diving into this in case it doesn't work. Correct. Correct. And okay. I mean, you've also got the, the, there's a certain percentage of the population who fears the success of something working and how does that change their life? So. Well, that, that, that's a, that's probably a podcast unto itself, which yes. is the, 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 where people worry about what could go wrong as opposed to what could go right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think I think the reasons why people say it's okay, I'll do it by myself can be endless. I mean, it comes down as you mentioned before, Matt. You know, support network, money. Um, people will often say, "Nah, I won't spend the money. I'll I, I can do it on my own. Um, I won't spend the money." Is there a self worth thing there? So for a lot of people, it's a it is a self worth. It's what, how they value themselves. Yeah. Um. What 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 value do you put on your own happiness, sort of thing as well? Mm. You know that there's mm. often oh yeah, but I got to pay for this and I got to pay for this. I just I just don't have the money, sort of thing. Um. And they put themselves last. Um. So there's a sacrifice uh component of it as well. Um, so the, I think the list really could be longer than I think you would initially think it would be. The reasons why people often think that it's okay, I'll do it by myself. For some people, it's just a cop out in general, um, just because they maybe aren't necessarily ready to make the change. Because, you know, as we know, there's a difference between feeling like you need to do something and actually wanting to do something. So, there's a big difference with that. There's a huge difference with that. So I think that that plays into it a lot as well. So, but I think gen, for for there's a there's a general rule there as well. I think that with people that say, okay, I'm going to do it by myself, there there's sort of often a disconnect between um, 
where they think they're at and where they are actually at. Ah. Because there's definitely a point, and, and this is the way, Matt, as you know, we like to train people, where we like to train people in a way that teaches them so they don't always have to train with us. So they don't always have to rely. I don't. I. I, I don't think you should ever have to rely on needing help forever. Um, I agree. To deal with weight loss and training, I think that it's something that you can learn and that you can get really good at. It's not going to be perfect your whole life. You're going to have ups and downs. Yep. But if you've learnt the right way, then you're able to see mistakes you make and and, and you know how to get back to a place where you want to be because you've. You've you've not only done it before, but you've learnt along the way. You know, like there's there's this there's this thing with personal trainers where they don't want to tell p- their clients everything because then they might leave them. <laughs> and it's like, well, of course they're gonna leave you, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> who's gonna train with someone their entire life? Like, that's just not doable. People people's lives change you know some people start training before and losing weight before they have a family and then they have a family and and people's lives change and and just generally speaking I don't think that it's it's also the 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 duty I think of a personal trainer to empower their clients yep um and you're not empowering anybody by holding information back so they they so they constantly feel like they have to rely on you so I think that when it comes to knowledge is power and we can see, Matt, we often say we can see when people are ready to go out on their own and sometimes we're right, sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we've had clients that have been with us for quite a while, they've achieved their goal, they've, they've done really well, we slowly transition them to go out and do more and more things without having to check in with us and then they go off on their own. Now, for some people, that works a treat and they literally come back only just to say hi to us. They don't necessarily have to come back to us. Just a social. At all. And then you have the other people where they've tried it on their own and they just don't like it yet. They're just not ready for that sort of training yet. They could do it, but they don't want to do it yet on their own. They just don't like it. And you know what? That's fine. That's totally fine. If some people go off on their own after having that initial um, commitment and training with someone and they just don't feel like they're ready for it yet or they have take a couple of steps backwards and they just don't feel like they're ready to push themselves alone, that's fine. But that comes over time and I think that, um, that it's often um, us as humans selling ourselves short for one of the multiple reasons we just spoke about, if you say too early in your in your progress, oh, I'm ready to do it by myself now. You know, some people start with that. Some people start with, no, I don't need help. I can do it by myself. I think in, in terms of discussion here, um, that one, that type of person is the one who really has no fucking chance. No, I That's agree. Because if you haven't done it, how, how are you going to learn without being taught? Correct. You've got you've got no you've got no knowledge to back you up whatsoever. No accountability. No accountability. No structure. Um, I think also, I, I I completely agree. I mean, I've you know, I th- I think I introduced this topic to you, Courtney, when we first or long after we first met. The whole idea of empowering someone so they can do it by themselves, but that involves giving them the right tools, and 
making sure they understand where the weaknesses that they, where their own personal weaknesses are mm. in terms of their habits. Because talking about, you know, we spoke about statistics, um, or faux statistics maybe, leading you know, into, you know, digging into this topic. I know the people I've worked with, I'll put it this way, talking about someone who's never done it before that then says, oh, I'll do it by myself. The success rate that I've seen that I've been exposed to, 0%. Yeah. I've never seen it. No. And that includes you and me. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. This is from a, even just purely from talking about weight loss. I've never seen it. Um, the success rate I've seen of people once they've, um, once they've hit some goals, they've learned about themselves, about their habits, about their strengths and weaknesses, the success rate tends to go up. Mm. But it's not a high one either. No. I have seen a lot of people go out on their own and go backwards. Yeah, and go back absolutely. to square one a it's, lot. It's not for everyone straight away. No, I mean, it's not. different people will will take to it sooner rather than other people. I mean, Matt, you took to it very quickly and you were able to do most of yours by yourself. You know, you got a little bit of help along the way from you know the the, the owner of the gym. Oh, there was, and... there was more help than I, than I'm letting on with that. I should probably clarify like we spoke regularly about what I was doing. For yeah, quite but a while. he did help you. But then after that, you did transition. I think as a client, you transitioned quite quickly to then being able to do it by yourself. Um, and that sometimes just comes down to a personality thing. I yeah. mean, Matt, you've got a very black and white personality. You've got a very um, stubborn personality in terms of once you decide to do something, you will achieve it um, and you won't stop until you achieve it. So that is that I think that sort of personality trait that you have helps in that in that way. Well, the goal the goal has to be the right one for that to occur. Correct. Whereas I probably took to being able to do things without constant accountability longer. Um, I it took me a lot longer then it took you, Matt, to to be able to feel comfortable with that. Um, so, I mean, I th- it definitely takes different people different amounts of time. But I think in terms of, as you said, when, when you're talking about those people that come up with this excuse, and I, I, I truly think it is an excuse. Um, uh, I agree. When they come up with this excuse at the start, I mean, that line of, um, if you could do it by yourself, you would have done it by now. They're saying. I think that that really just sums it up. Like, I don't think you really have to say anything else. Yeah. Um, I, I look at it being like, if you've if you've had no real long-term success or no proof that you can do it by yourself, now you think about it, it, any aspect of life where you're learning something new. As I said earlier, learning to drive a car, learning to fly a plane, learning a new job, learning a new skill. Now, all those things we get help with, don't we? Yes. We get help, we get coaching, we get mentoring, whatever. What the fuck makes weight loss any different? Mm. What makes it any different? I mean, it's I the think way we th- it's the way we think about it. I it's, think it's, it is. That's the difference. I think of myself, right? A question for you to think of while I tell this story, Courtney. How much money do you think you've spent on yourself in terms of your, your development with your transformation? over the years. Have a think about that. I have spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on my development in terms of um, gym memberships, supplements, 
um, changing my food patterns. So, you know, utensils in the kitchen to help me prepare food that's more, you know, congruent with my goals. I also think of the money that I've spent on my development as, for example, as a PT. So PT courses, quite a few of them. Um, the investment we made in the gym. Mm. The money that, 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 that I've spent to, even for this podcast. Do you think, do we think, I, you know, we, do we think we launched this podcast by ourselves? No. Fuck no. Here's a great example, actually. So Courtney and I launched the podcast uh, at the start of last year, 2017. Now, yes, I've listened to podcasts for many years. Did I, now Courtney helped me out with this one. Did I at one stage ever say to you, oh, we'll just do it by ourselves? No. We got help. Yes. We got help to launch a podcast. And some might say, say we're still shit at it, but it, it's not broken. It, it's working better. every week. Uh, we are improving, but we got help on how to how to set up and run and edit and release and communicate on a podcast. Yes. Not once did we say, oh, we'll just do the weight loss podcast by ourselves. I had no fucking clue. No. And I'm a nerd. I, I know computers very well. But even then, I don't know how to do it. I'll get someone who has done it to show me. Well, I would say, Matt, the answer to your question would be similar to you. If we're, if we're factoring in everything in terms of gym memberships over the years, uh, in terms of changing my, my, a lot of my eating habits, in terms of the gym, the podcast, the qualifications, the upskilling. How much have you invested in yourself over the years? What do you reckon? Are we including all of those things that you included? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, it would be up into the high tens of thousands, if not hundreds of $100,000. I'd be multiple hundred because um, I've been doing it for a while. Now, a, a question for both of us. I'll let you answer this one first, Courtney. Has it been worth the money? Yeah. Why? Because if I hadn't have done it, then I wouldn't be where I am now. Really, and a lot of and a lot of that money has just come through starting to make the changes because a lot of that money comes through my personal upskill um, in changing my profession, which came through getting a building more confidence with myself, getting in better shape, just, and then deciding who I really am and what my real passions in life are. So you never know what eventually comes out of it either if that makes sense oh it opens doors you can't imagine opening yeah but no definitely definitely would not change anything that i've done Uh, i'm the same uh i i spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and countless hours um investing in myself and my development um overall in terms of my transformation my ability to help others and i would say it's worth every cent Mm. And I, I, I would spend it all again in a heartbeat because I'm fucking worth it. Yes. Because of what, what I've got out of it, the investment's been entirely worth it. But all that money and time that you and I have put into this, the, all of it's involved getting, getting help from people, hasn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. As you said, we've got help from people along the way for everything we've done. Literally everything. Yeah. And and I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. No. 
Absolutely not. You know, I mean, there's always you, room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. But you have to look at the time you spend trying to figure it out on your own as well, as opposed to you just ask someone who has already been there. Oh my God. Can I please share with you one of my favorite sayings ever? Yes. If you think it's expensive paying a professional, try paying an amateur. <laughs> like, but yeah, you got to factor that in as well. well I mean, here's the thing. We could have worked out how to do things like this podcast on our own. We, I, I'm sure eventually I would have figured out how to do a structured exercise program. But the time that I would have wasted and the small amounts of money that I would have wasted along the way, you think about the small amounts of money you waste as well, just... You know, buying magazines, buying um, cookbooks, you know, uh, buying this person's program. It might not sound like a lot of money, but when you buy multiple, you buy them all the time because you're just trying to find the next thing that's going to work for you. (laughs) And you're spending money on gym memberships and you're not going because you you don't know what to do. It gets to a stage where you, you end up spending the same amount of money anyway. And you're just wasting so much time. But it's taking you ten times the amount of time. Correct. And then what what you know, what what price do you put on stress, heartache, mm. etc.? Correct. So I think I think really when we're talking about a conclusion for this one, I think you really have to ask yourself what what is really causing you to say, It's okay, I'll do it by myself. What, what what category do you fall in there? Like the ones that we've just been talking about. Why why are you think that... What's holding you back? What is holding you back from asking for help? You know, as we've spoken about before, I won't go through all of them, but, you know, talking about is it embarrassment? Is it fear of failing? Is it is it fear of being judged from the people around you? Is it mm. is it fear of spending the money? Is it fear of wasting the money because you've wasted money on all these other things? Is it, you know, all of these things can come into it is it the fact that you just don't really want to do it yet? Is it the fact that you just Deep aren't ready, ready. Yeah. for it? And there's nothing wrong with that. Which is not a bad thing, you know? Um, so it. I think it's I think it's analysing why you're saying it in the first place, why you're doing it in the first place. And yeah, that that's my main tip that I would that I would say for this topic. Uh, I I would give my main tip, but you just gave it. Uh, so we agree on that. So the question for you, Courtney, mm-hmm. it's okay. I can do it by myself. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Epic fiction. Epic fiction. Epic fiction. We agree. Awesome. Well. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna put a bow on this one and call it a show. I personally would like to hear from you because Courtney and I, I think what would be a good exercise, Courtney, is if we actually sat down and really crunch the numbers yeah we can do on that. how much money we spent on ourselves in terms of the help we've gotten with with changing our own lives the last you know five ten years whatever mm. and we'd like to hear from you well i especially would like to hear from you send us an email at where courtney podcast at the weight loss podcast.com that's right podcast at the weight loss podcast.com how much money have you spent on yourself and how much time have you invested in yourself so far along the way? Now, I mean from any any perspective, be it money that you think you've wasted, time you think you've wasted, or both that you think have been money and time well invested. How much do you think you've put in and has it been worth it and what have you got out of it? I know for me, as I said, hundreds of thousands of dollars and it has given me a completely different life than what I thought I was going to get when I was younger. 
I think that's a great sort of, it's not really an experiment, but I think it's a great activity to do to really drive this point home. Also, don't forget, you can email us any questions that you have and this fact or fiction series of podcasts will continue. There's more coming. There will be more. We've got a list of things to go through, but if you would like to add to our list, please feel free to send us any, I guess, weight loss or training myths that you would like us to talk about. Yeah, and video games. All right, that's it. That's a wrap. We're calling it. Yep, we'll put a bow on this one. Courtney, good job out of you. Good job out of you. So hopefully you've got something out of this episode. Um, I suppose the the take-home message is um, if you can do it by yourself, you would have by now. Um, Never be afraid to ask for help. It does not make you a lesser person. I think asking for help makes you a stronger person. Yeah. Because the growth that you get that accelerates from that is you have to go through it to believe it. Um, But we're going to sign off. Courtney? Love your work. Cool. We we will speak to you soon. See ya. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes, and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.